Yeah, so um, dive into this. I'm super excited. We've been talking about this for a while. And just yeah, as we're here with uh, in the Range Marketing Office, Range Marketing Podcast Room, which we got a chance to build out this wonderful 2023, um, just trying to drive more, you know, purposeful content mm. that we can speak about and actually bring value to people and uh, and do what we can do and do the best we can do it. So uh, you can introduce yourself. I mean, Mark Wallace. Absolutely. Mark Wallace, uh, Director of Strategic Partnerships for Range Marketing, um, spe- specialized in the cannabis industry. Yep. Uh, I'm Desmond Johnson, uh, Chief Marketing Officer here at uh, Range Marketing, helping with internal uh, different things and just trying to get out there and, like I said, do the best we can do. Make so, it happen. Make it happen. That's so we're- about. We're going to dive in today and just, I want to pick Mark's brain as he's been really, really in the Not past two there. to three years. He's lying. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot in there. Oh. Um, especially when it comes to partnerships and just figuring out the best way, um, you know, to have relationships with different companies mm. and the best way to serve them and different things like that. So you can go into, I mean, we can start. I just want to go into like your role as head of partnerships. Um as you like, because I know you kind of created it. Kind of, kind of just fell in my lap a little bit. Um, it's one of those situations I know you and I laugh about a lot, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm all about working hard. Um, you have to work hard, but how do you work smart and hard, right? It's not, it's not an or. It's, it's an and. Yep. Um, but I like to have the work work for me. Um, about almost three years ago now, saw how the industry was unfolding in cannabis and really our place in it is range, right? You know, we're, we're, we're building the digital ecosystem, the platform for e-commerce, um, driving the traffic through SEO and the, 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 the revenue. And so many other providers play so many other roles. Mm-hmm. It, it's an industry laden with, for a dispensary, so many technology service providers and necessary parts of the puzzle, right? Yeah. We're just one piece and there's a whole picture that needs to be laid. So when I looked at how do we drive more dispensaries to work with range, and help give them good value, but also be a bigger asset to the industry as a whole across the nation. I saw that there were industry leaders who did very different things that also coincided with what we do, mm-hmm. right? So you've got point of sale systems, you have text message marketing, you have the actual e-commerce menu that has to be integrated into the site because of the industry being so unique as it yeah. is, um, programmatic retargeted ads, um, and so many others that I could go into. And here we are, one piece of it. But they also play a piece. And there's almost like this epitomal sandbox. Yeah, never seen. a revolving the way circle. I, mm-hmm. The way I saw it is it's a sandbox. And we have to play well in the sandbox together for the good of the clients. And I started just having conversations rather than with dispensary owners, with the individuals of these technology companies. Mm-hmm. Building relationships. And slowly over time, as we'll get into, it led to this beautiful ecosystem that has grown to what it is today, where we are all friends. We are all mutually beneficial technology providers. Yep. And we refer business to each other because we trust and know based on results and the legacy of this partnership relationship that we together provide better results than any of us individually could. Well, that's when teamwork makes a dream work. Teamwork makes exactly a dream what it is. Work. I hear him on his calls. Uh, since their office is very close knit, and I got to shout out, we uh, we have some people in the office, Mr. Tyler Shaw, Tyler who if he's on a he's on a call, can't nobody else do anything else in the office while you he's on a call. You just sit and listen. Just sit and listen. But mm. I do get a chance to listen to Mark and hear him on the calls with partners. And when you say you're friends, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Like we, you talk to him like exactly like you would to a friend because that's what it's been for the past however many years they've been partners and helping them grow. And obviously, you know, one hand shakes the other and helping us grow too. 
thousand percent. So that cooperation is huge that they're, and I'm sure it wasn't, I mean, you can go into how you formulate these things, but getting them on the same page and board, I mean, these are huge. Some of our partners are huge. I mean, you can go into some of them, but like this, these are multi-million dollar corporations that, uh, that were, that were speaking to and getting everyone on the same accord within a corporation. And then along with us, it's tough, Mm. you know? That's tough. It is. And and I think the thing that is to note is cannabis compared to some of the other industries that we've historically serviced, like home services, cannabis is a very relational industry. I mean, you mm-hmm. look at the origins of cannabis. I mean, it is, it is a tried and true, and it's still fighting the good fight, trying yeah. to get the recognition and defeat some of the preconceived notions and taboo that exist. And people in the industry want to know no matter what end of it they are on, that you're not just some corporation trying to come in for the money grab, like Mm -hmm. the gold rush, if you will. They want to know that you actually have a service or solution to actually help them, and B, that you truly care about the industry as a whole, right? Um, And that's an incredibly important aspect. So when, you know, for the past like three years now, we've been building these relationships over time um, and formulating this boutique, if you will, of service providers that all work together behind the scenes, it is that relational element where we come in and say, hey, we care about our clients so much, but we care about you, but we care about the industry as a whole. As a whole. Mm -hmm. How can we work together to provide the best level of service possible with the highest level of integrity to drive the best results for our mutual clients and get more mutual clients together through that through that process. Yeah. So that really is the the overarching perspective. Is it's it's relational, um, where if you're an HVAC, you know, provider, when you build you know, websites for HVAC, you know, I can't mm-hmm. think of anyone of another service provider that you really have that level of relationship because they don't care. They're just they're doing. There's not the same level of need for that relationship. So it, it's it's a powerful thing, um, and it's what makes the industry so unique and special and something that we really pride ourselves on is that, that relational aspect. Yeah, and, I mean, that is huge, too, because it, it's – when I first got introduced to Range, because obviously I knew Spencer. Um, shout out to Spencer, our CEO. Shout when, Spencer. When, when he told me the two niches that we were in, I mean, you almost are, like, dumbfounded. They're, like the like, true, it, they're it, almost they're, like the antithesis of each other. They are it's, literally the exact opposite. When you say – HVAC and then cannabis, like when you think of an SEO perspective of writing content, things like that, you're like, how on earth do those two work? Mm-hmm. Um, but as I as I came in, and I still I still don't exactly know how they work, but I mean I know we're good at both both of them. But I mean in the cannabis industry, I think you speak of relationships and just having that that camaraderie. I think you have to have the same bringing in the same goals mm-hmm. and and the same vision, and uh, that's that's huge for them to know and for us to know. And we have it posted on our walls and different things like that. Our vision and our mantras that we say uh that we have mm. but uh what is it that like you go into that with them and sharing the same vision i mean we obviously want to help our clients build the industry as a whole but yeah i just want to speak to you about that a little bit too you know from a process standpoint um i have my own mantra when it comes to partnerships okay um, okay it's crawl walk run okay well, explain. crawl walk run um there's two ways you can go about these relationships. There's one that nothing wrong with either, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, some people build these relationships through payments and through almost like a uh, pay to play thing. Hey, if you send me someone, I'll pay you. If you if I send you someone, you pay me. Yeah, yeah. Um, like affiliate th- that, That's great. Yeah, that, that's great. It, it works great for you know, say like a consultant firm who has relationships and can drive them to the the right providers and then get paid through that. We never wanted to 
go that route. And we actually have firm company standards where we do not allow any payments for referrals. Um, really? And there's only a few that. relationships that are very specific because of the consultative nature where we will pay them for referrals. Um, for the most part, mm-hmm. we aren't able to do that either. And we do that purposefully because we want to make sure that we do not associate our name nor have a company associate their name with us unless there is a firm foundation of trust. Um, We deliver results. Mm -hmm. That's what range is built on. It's what separates us from other providers in the space that we service. And we do it in a very purposeful way. And we want to make sure that the level of integrity that we hold ourselves to is known and trusted by the partners that we're developing these relationships with. So take, I'll use, for example, um, SpringBig. SpringBig, the relationship we have with them, which is extreme, we're preferred providers across the nation. Um, and uh, to my knowledge, we're probably one of the only web and SEO companies that they refer business to. Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of that is because of the level of results we were able to prove and the level of service we were able to deliver that they saw for mutual clients. But it started with that crawl, walk, run phase. Mm-hmm. Initially, it was maybe once a month calls with shout out to Eric uh, over at Spring Big, their vice president of partnerships and business development. Um, we would get on calls and just get to know each other. Get to know a little bit about what Spring Big does. Get to know a little bit about what Range does. Yeah. Start talking about some of the clients that we're servicing. Now, mind you, here's Range Marketing. We were at more of an infancy phase at this mm-hmm. time, you know, three years ago in the cannabis space um, and Spring Big with over 3,000 clients. Yeah. And what is Spring Big? Because for me, I just want to know, what does Spring Big do? So Spring Big is one of the industry leaders for text message marketing and loyalty programs. Um, and between three, them 3, and- clients. Over. That's huge. Now they're, now they're servicing brands as well. Um, they're a Fortune 500 company, um, publicly traded. They're, they're a huge organization. But the thing I like is that we built the relationship on that trust foundation. Mm-hmm. We took the time to not just jump into it together, they wouldn't even send us a client until maybe a year into us building a relationship. We didn't start building integrations and true technology uh, service services that are set separate us from other providers with them until like a year and a half, two years into the relationship. We really set that foundation. So when you hear Spring Big and Range talked about in the same sentence, you know that both of us. Everyone in their organization knows range. Everyone mm-hmm. in our organization knows them. And we firmly believe and know that we're providing phenomenal levels of service to our clients. And Which we is, want our clients to work with each other because we know that together we're providing high levels of value. Which is honestly something I like what you said because it was over a year before you even started doing that. Mm. And one thing, uh, shout out to Jeremy Ballsmith, went to the, uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation yes. Gala this past weekend. Yes. And one thing Jeremy said when I was speaking to him one time was he said, never ask for the sale until you've earned it. And uh, that's exactly what you just said because hmm. people got to realize you got to play a long game. If you want the best results, play a long game. It is. I mean, you can take the girl out, and I'm just uh, analogies. You can take him or her out, mm-hmm. and then like you know, whatever, get to know them, and it and, you know, it could be a quick turnaround. But it, that's not the best value. You want to actually understand their personality, get to know them a lot better, yes, and spend that time so that would actually form a relationship that's strong. So like over a year. People got to play the long game and realize how much that matters. And it, it matters, comes down to it. It matters so much. I know for us, I think well over, you have to do the math, I think well over like 90% of all of our clients to date Come from have now stemmed from some of these relationships. Mm-hmm. And that the analogy 
it's great. Whether you're a girl or a guy, think of if you're going, I use this all the time when it comes to speaking to these relationships and then building a new clientele relationship. If I go to a bar mm-hmm. and I want to talk to a girl, mm-hmm. might have a good shot, might not have a good shot. 50, 50, depending on a lot of factors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could be a lot of things to go A lot of factors. Yeah, yeah. However, if that girl's best friend goes up to her and says, hey, you see that guy over there? Yep. He's an amazing guy. Great character. Great personality. He likes you. He thinks you're cute. You should give him a chance. Trust me, you won't regret that's it. That's that 90% right there. That's that 90%. <laughs> that's what we have with our partners. And that's why it's so important to build the trust first to crawl, walk, run. Mm-hmm. Because if you have the trust and you have the integrity-based relationship, they know that you as an organization truly care about their client and they want their clients to work with you. So that's so what true. it's all about. So true. And I mean, while you're going through that uh, relationship-wise, I mean, we we speak of, I mean, we just talked about the other day, we want to show like case studies and showing the value. Mm. Was that something you were doing? I guess, when do you implement that in there? While you're courting the person, you know, while you're courting the partnership, like making sure they see the value, but all the results that we're able to bring to the clients. And this goes for any company. When do you, We don't want to do it right off the bat. No. Because it's just like pushing them. It's just pushing them. Yeah. Um, I would say towards the end of the crawl phase into the walk phase. Mm-hmm. Um, first, you want to understand the integrity and the culture of the company first. Culture is most important, especially, again, in an industry that's so laden in relationships and the interpersonal connection. To know that a company has high levels of integrity is doing things above board, especially when <laughs> – cannabis there's so many regulations so many things that you can and can't do sounds ridiculous there's so many companies (laughs) that are just fly by night trying to get into the gold mine Mm -hmm. don't know what they're getting into and end up hurting their clients versus helping them especially when it comes to seo mind you that you have to build that trust first and then you start showing okay we trust you from a culture perspective now tell me why we should trust you from a results perspective Mm -hmm. because you got to have both You, you can be the best person in the world but if if you don't got it, you yeah, don't got you don't it. Got it. That's the <laughs> so truth. So then it came to us showing, and that's the great part about how the fact, even though we never really, you know, started going after cannabis until about four and a half years ago, we've had dispensaries as clients for mm-hmm. over ten years, especially over in San Francisco, Barbary Coast, Grassroots, Mo Greens, you know, legacy clients. That when you look at the results we were driving, I mean, Barbary Coast ranking above everyone in one of the most competitive markets of all, San Francisco, mm-hmm. in the highly populated markets. And being able to show those results, show how we do SEO differently, how we put purposeful intent behind the development of these websites, not just themes and templates, how we have our own proprietary technology and thoughtful, proactive, data-driven SEO campaigns, not just third-party generic plugins that were, were thrown on there that anyone could use. Which is even more important now. I don't want to interrupt you. But even more important now and we just talked about it. I talked about it with Carl a couple mm. weeks ago, but like now you have all sorts of plugins with AI. There's all sorts of generic things you can create, but at the end of the day, it takes that personalization to actually get you there to the top of the leaderboard on Google. Because if everyone has the same content, you got to think, you know, if if everyone's different, then everyone's kind of the same. Oh, and that, and I mean that's that's just the way it goes. If you all have the same stuff, then how are you better than anyone else? That's it. And that's and I see that a lot with ChatGTP. We obviously use it. For some things, like if you want, like it just high level, like what are the top five ways you can help a home service company out? Mm. You know what I'm saying, like stuff like that. But like if everyone's got that same content, then it doesn't really matter. So we have our own proprietary technology and obviously great content writers that continuously work 
to beat out an algorithm and actually help you rank. You know? It's true. It's a lot so of je- technology. I'm, I'm jealous, by the way. I just want to shout out that you actually have access to ChatGPT because I've been trying now for about a month. I've been trying. You Everyone gotta, in the you office talks about it. <laughs> it's the way you it, log it, into it. It says, it says we're over-inundated. We're over-inundated, yeah, yeah. and we can't, we can't get, get you access. But join our email list, and we'll let you know when you can. So, ah, me yeah, and Carl have been doing it just fine. Well, I don't know what's wrong well. with y'all, but we've been, we've been on it. Right? You just <laughs> type I, it in. There's like a workaround. I know. You just log in through Google, and then – no, you. I, I forget like the login way, but we've been using it. Well, either way. It's super powerful. It's – you know, back at it, it's it's <laughs> it's one of those things. So to, to your point, we we definitely make sure we show the results heading into the walk phase, as I, as I call it, mm-hmm. because then it's okay. We trust you from a, a culture standpoint, right? Now we trust you because we've seen results that you've shown us from a data perspective. Let's try it out. Yeah. Okay. We'll send you one of our our clients that has shown an interest in our in your in what you do. We will refer them to you if you end up closing them. Great, we have a mutual client now. Let's let's see how it works. That's what I was going to ask too. That's when the, the heat is on. That's when the heat is on. That's because when the heat is on. And I, I would say for both ways. Now, I mean, just companies big like Spring Big, and we obviously know the value they bring. But at the same time, cultivating a new partnership, I guess, how do you vet? Because you got to make sure their service is just as powerful as ours. Otherwise, the partnership isn't as strong as it could be. So, how do you vet good? Like we, I mean, just word of mouth and other things like that for good companies that we want to be partners with. Absolutely, uh, and and you use with anyone. You use with, you know, companies as big as Headset and Spring Big and Surfside, but even companies that are are, are medium sized like us. Mm-hmm. Um, it is that mutual reciprocity of respect that you have to build as well. Um, going into this, I recognize the differential optics if you will, where you've got a company with 100 or so retail locations mm-hmm. like us and a company like Spring Big with or, or Headset with over 3,000. Mm-hmm. How do we ensure that they understand the value we bring to them and want to bring to them without them saying, look at this company trying to ride our coattails? Yeah. Right? That's exactly That's it. so important. And that's why also it has to be a relationship. I'm going back to what I said at the beginning. You have to want to service the industry. You want to serve the industry. We're here to serve. We're not here to just try to get referral clients back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's business. Great. Drive business back and forth because it helps each other. But as long as a relationship is built on how we can help each other, help our clients, and help the industry, that's the core foundation for success. Because then it's no longer about, well, at a point you're going to run out of referrals to send me, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. really give you that level of respect. But it's Wow, you're impacting such a massive proportion of results for for clients. You're actually impacting the industry as a whole in a lot of ways, like with what we do with with like headset from mm-hmm. a da- uh, data perspective, um, or companies like Spring Big and Surfside, where our our services almost overlap with how they can play together. Mm-hmm. We actually now have case studies through the years of relationships that have been developed where our services are directly impacting the success of their services by working in tandem and vice versa. So that's really the power behind it is if you can show that these relationships have that level of value, you don't have to worry about that size difference. You're on an even playing field, and that playing field is simply the playing field of let's make something incredible happen. And that's where the magic I happens. I love that. 
I love that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball at you. All right, um, all right, I'm ready because I'm a curveball type of person. All right, but I mean, when I used to work, you said caring about the industry, and that's obviously huge. Um, and it matters a lot when it comes to sales partnerships or anything like that. I used to work for Enterprise, and I remember Enterprise is basically an insurance. It's a rental car company, but it's basically an insurance company because mm. you gotta you gotta sell the insurance they have on the cars. Yep, that I didn't care about, so I didn't sell it. Um, when I got into real estate. It was physical. It was tangible. I wanted someone to get this house because of their needs, and they. I wanted to help them get their dream house, yeah. so I cared about it. What made Mark care so much about the cannabis industry, mm-hmm. especially knowing your background? We won't get too far into it, but I know you come. You were a cop. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's yep. law enforcement. That's the opposite side, especially on our side. <laughs> that of, is the true our side of town in New York. Mm. We, it's it's still not. We're just now coming up on it being legal fully. And California has been that way for a long time. So, like, what made you dive into the cannabis industry mm. yourself? That's a curveball. I know. I hit I like you with it. it. I like it. <laughs> um, it is personal. And I think for each person, because I don't want this to be just about me, I will share mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. personal um, But it, it, it helps story. us understand, though, because, I mean, that's a big part of the job is, like I said, caring about the industry. It is. It you is. really can't do your job to the fullest effect if you don't care about it. And I think for each person – whether you work at Range, whether you work at any other company, you have to know and find your why. That's always you have in to every find book. your why behind what you do. Mm-hmm. I don't care about SEO, mm-hmm. right? SEO is it's an acronym, right? Yeah. It's it's an acronym with technical services that our team does an incredible job at that I don't even really understand to the fullest <laughs> because they're doing some magical coding language that's above my intelligence level. Mm-hmm. What I care about is people. And what I care about is the impact, for me at least, to your question, the impact that this industry has for people once they get past the stereotypes and the taboo. Um, for me, it was twofold, right? As a police officer who was injured, um, I have my 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 spinal fusion surgery uh, after fracturing my spine and knowing how detrimental opioids are hell i remember you know in, in the short stint while i was a police officer getting calls about people who i went to high school with who i mm-hmm. knew who were mm-hmm. grade a families stand up individuals who you know, you look at what the background story behind them getting arrested for having drugs or for for dealing or, or being in possession, and you you kind of trace it back if you care enough mm-hmm. to well, where did where did things go wrong? And you see, oh, they broke their arm, they fell off a horse, broke their arm. Oh, they went to their doctor, their doctor prescribed them an opioid. Yep. Oh, they got hooked on that opioid, and no one helped guide them to get off to that get opioid, off of and now they're on the street getting what's affordable that they can get their hands on mm-hmm. because they're now intensely addicted which is a medical condition at this point yeah i never wanted that so for me um cannabis helped me tremendously with my pain past and current um as a user for the medicine myself and i know seeing on the other half of that coin what my mother goes through where she did not have a great experience with cannabis because of the taboo Mm -hmm. my mother has severe uh, health issues and it's heartbreaking to see the level of pain that she's in every day being such an incredible woman that she is. And she was given a medical cannabis license. And she went to a doctor who clearly had no intelligence or background education or knowledge around 
cannabinoid profiles, terpenes, the, the medicine behind the plant that has different purposes based on the profile. Yeah. And it's no different than different dosages. You have to have the right right profile of the plant for the right ailment or, or emotional feeling that you're trying to achieve. She just got cannabis, just got CBD. It clearly was not right. There was no education behind mm-hmm. it. And she immediately f- fell out of belief in, in the it plan. It didn't work for it her. Didn't, didn't, didn't work for her because yep. there wasn't enough of an educational push and support in the New York market at the time. And now she's still, to this day, at home without a solution, in pain, and it's it's heartbreaking. And I know that you know hopefully New York will come together like some yeah. other markets do and, yeah. and, have, and, and we can try it again. But – to, to the point of your question, you, I care about people. I don't want people to have the experience that my mother did. I don't want people to feel like their only option to not be in pain is to take A prescription hard drug. prescription chemical drugs mm-hmm. that are highly addictive. Yeah. I want them to have solutions that actually can benefit their lives and not destroy them. That's huge. And that's some... Uh... I mean, I'm obviously sorry to hear about the, hear about your mom, no, I but I mean, that really takes a huge toll on, on, on me understanding exactly what happened. So, um, I'm gonna take a short break real quick, yeah. and we'll get back into it. But that was good, man. That, that fully Thank makes you. me understand why. So, getting back into uh, the partnerships, especially, I mean, I I know around the office, I know that Tyler gets into like emerging markets, mm. and uh, a lot of as we continue going on in 2023 and even last year we see more and more states start to roll out their own plans for legalizing cannabis. And obviously the West was a little bit, uh, was not a little bit, much faster than over here on the East. Um, But some of the partnerships and the technologies, uh, how do we help them and how do they help us, like, you know, drive into new markets? Because I know on our end, you know, some of the things I hear us talking about is, you know, Companies still need landing pages before they actually need websites because they need somewhere people to go to, to plan as they are about to open a dispensary, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I hear that for New York and New Jersey right now. Um, just to be proactive and you got to have some strategy before you even open because otherwise you're going to have a grand opening, but what are you doing to make sure people get there for the grand opening? Um, but just understanding how, we, how partnerships help us help you know our company, other companies get into new markets and service them. I think... Uh... There's another catchphrase that that I've come to know and love that I think is really relevant here, and it's that there is power in tenure. There is mm. power in tenure. When these markets open up, it's kind of a free-for-all. We're seeing a lot of it with New York right now. We're working with a yep. lot of great attorney groups. Shout out to Lippis and Matthias, um, you know, working together to try to understand the rules and the regulations and the laws and everything when it comes to every single element all the way down to how what kind of fencing you have to have and security protocols and to, uh, there's so much that people don't think about when it comes to starting a cannabis dispensary oh yeah we have so much experience having been in the industry for so long and working together with partners who are so tuned into each individual county by county, state by state, rule, regulation, compliance, everything, mm-hmm. that we can come and look at these markets and say, let's come up with a plan together to get in here early and get exposure 
So these companies don't work with John and Jimmy's marketing who've never even read a single thing about cannabis, let alone know the ins and outs, what you can and can't do, how it's to best added service. value. That's consulting as well. It's it's a consultative approach. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. It's we are looking at this from a 10,000 foot view, having the experience and that tenure to say, this is a budding market, measure twice, cut once. Let's make sure we get in there, get the exposure, come up with solutions plans with social equity groups mm-hmm. and you know greenhouse market initiatives where we can help provide that early success plan so they don't end up going the wrong routes and paying for it. Yeah. There is so much at stake and things are so delicate, especially in the early few months and years at the, at the onset of these dispensaries starting their business and they've invested so much to date. So much. You don't want to make a wrong turn when it comes to the solution providers and service providers that you work with. And you don't want to work with someone who has no experience in cannabis because it isn't, while it is to try to defeat the stereotypes, just another business, mm-hmm. it is not It is not. just another business. No. And there's a very fine line there that has to be understood. So that is one of the biggest ways that we working together and having these relationships on a national level allow us to go hyper fixated into new and emerging markets and give them the highest level of value because we know what happens. Mm-hmm. We know what they need to succeed. We've seen it, we've done it, we've been there. And now we can come in and help kind of hold their hand and make sure that they don't make the mistakes that many other have prior. Yeah. And give them that level of education, knowledge and servicing that's gonna give them the best chance for long-term success. So I guess I could have a question. It's, I mean, you could say another curveball, but I guess what is one of the – because my friends have looked into opening a dispensary, mm. <clears throat> getting a, a license in, in New York State. And, um, I mean, the amount of money you have to have liquid is insane. They're, they're really cutting out, unless you're getting so, social equity licenses, mm-hmm. and those are also not easy to get. Um, what are, when you're on calls with these, these people in emerging markets, I guess what are some of the biggest challenges that you see they're facing and, and, and able to help them? Um, that you can help them with? I know that's a broad question, but like... It, it is, but it isn't. I think it comes back to what you said, right? It's having that level of integrity that it's not just about trying to get the sale. Mm-hmm. A lot of these, especially with emerging markets, a lot of it is, first several calls that I'll have with them is I want them to just know they can talk to me. Yeah. I want them to know they can trust me, right? I may not be for another 12 months until I'm actually able to work with them. Because sometimes, I mean, I've seen... Like the money is tight, money and also this this the regulations. Mm-hmm. There's the, you know I, I think of Illinois for example. I had a client in Illinois who got awarded a license, hired one of the architects from Disneyland. Now he had he had a lot of money, uh, <laughs> and started everything all the development. And the Supreme Court locked up their licenses, and it had to go through a whole process to get that resolved, so they could move forward with opening up their dispensary. Things like that that are totally out of an individual's control. Mm-hmm. Is it, it it's a it's a scary place. It, it's again, it's not like you just open up a convenience store. Yeah, you're not just opening up up a, a liquor store. Like there's there's a lot. I mean, a liquor store is probably the closest thing needing a liquor license. But mm-hmm. at that point, that's it, right? Yeah. Like there's so many more hurdles that you have to get through in cannabis. So I think to your point, when we come in and have these conversations, it's a consultative approach. And I will I'll give a shout out to Tyler because he does handle so many emerging markets. He thoroughly makes sure he does this in spades. Mm-hmm. He and I, I hear him on these calls, and it's not about 
let me try to get you sold on working with range. It's where are you right now right in now. the process? Let me understand intimately where you're at, what you're doing, what is left to be done. And okay, now I understand that. Let me introduce you to so-and-so. This is the best next step for you to take mm-hmm. based on where you're at. This is who you need to talk to. This is the service or the solution provider that you need to integrate because you have to have certain things to be successful. Which, like you said before, only helps us because if we refer them to somebody else, just like if you refer somebody else, you know they're going to come back to the person they heard it from when the time is right because you helped them in the beginning. And even the if they don't, place. even if for whatever reason they – end up not working with range still. Mm-hmm. The only thing that they know about range at that point is that we were truly there caring enough to help them. And that's so the only thing I want them to know. Whether they work with us or not, the level, again, going back to that, that age-old word, it's my, it's my mom's favorite word, the integrity that we have mm-hmm. to take the time to simply help guide people in the right direction. And your big why. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because... These people are are changing lives, and they're starting businesses, and they're people who are scared. Maybe they're the first business they've ever owned, and it's a it's a big risk. Yeah. So if we can help give them an intercom of knowledge and some level of assurance that they're not alone, and that we can at least help direct them in the right direct right you know way of, of looking and who to work with, and then they my head rests well on my pillow. There you go. And that's all we need to do to be able to sleep at night, Mesh. knowing we help somebody today. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, so going off a different topic, different tangent, but I, I, I know now this is this is above me, um, and it, it's probably pretty much, but you know more about it. But mm. some of the technologies on our side that we've been helping, uh, like integrations with other partners, everything's like that. Uh, what are some cool things that we're allowed to say? I know something's probably still in development, but things that we have cooking with other partners uh, that will help the industry as a whole. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and this, this we'll, we'll change the tune away from integrity and into results. Right? There you go. Let's, let's go into what That's matters, what they right? care about, too. You, you, you trust us, you know us, and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, we, we have to provide. Uh, we have to provide results. Dispensary owners need to make money. Yep. Uh, they need to be able to compete in an industry that is ever-growingly more competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the sole purpose of what we do on range side from a digital perspective is make sure that companies get found. We need to make sure that you are found that for all of the things that you do and what's relevant to where you're located. Mm-hmm. When people are searching, you better show up and not your comp- competition because whoever shows up is going to get the business. He's getting the business no matter what. That That's the world we live in, yep. right? We live in the Google era, and that's, that's the realm that we are the experts at. So looking at how other service providers play into that realm, you've got – spring big or alpine or, or, or text message marketing we'll just overlay it who it's compliant keyword on compliant text message marketing and loyalty programs it's a huge element and email marketing campaigns as well they, they, they play a role in there okay you've got headset for example high level data analytics insightful actionable predictive analytics and data pulling from your point of sale system which is the main hub of all your revenue generating activities mm-hmm. and people coming in and out of your store and purchasing product tied into inventory management systems tied again everything overlays in one way or another online you know we integrate menu companies which is the portal for all of the e-commerce transactions at the end of the day how can we take all of these pieces 
and not just have us play well together. That's just the first phase. Mm-hmm. We're playing together in the sandbox behind the scenes, doing what we do, talking to each other to service you. Now we like to take it a step further. Hey, we know each other. Hey, we all play a key role in this puzzle of success and technology services that dispensaries need to stand out and be successful. How do we improve upon that? How do we interlay our services together in a new, out-of-the-box creative way? Mm-hmm. That is a lot of what I do at Range is work with the my, my colleagues at the other organizations to come up with creative integration strategies. I know with Spring Big, we have a unique integration, a custom enrollment interface um, where ver- historically people are taken away from a site to sign up and enroll. Yep. Um, into an SMS t- campaign for a dispensary, we made a very native creative integration where it shows up similar in, in a high level of user experience kind of way where it looks like a text block and the form is right there on the dispensary site. You're never driven away from the dispensary site. Mm-hmm. It creates a more familiarized user experience and ultimately leads to more signups, which improves the customer loyalty. The text message marketing company's mm-hmm. success improves the dispensary's success because they're getting more people that they can market to through mm-hmm. that service and that 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 channel. And then we're doing our job, not just our core services, our core results of SEO and managing a website and, and building and designing a website. We're also helping the user experience of the overall ecosystem of mm-hmm. everything else, right? Headset with data, taking data and not just saying, here's the data of all the way down to the granular levels of which bud tenders are selling which products better than others and looking at which products, how compared to the market, how are you pricing your products compared to others? You can look at every bit of data that you want. That's a lot. Predictively anal- analyze how your trends of your sales are going compared to other stores. It's insane. And a lot of companies would say, okay, here's headset. Here's us. Here you go. Mm -hmm. We say, how do we utilize the platform of Headset and the data that they're reporting on and create a proactive data-driven solution from an SEO perspective so our SEO campaigns and our content strategies for our clients are far more aggressive, are far more thoughtful and unique to that individual retailer. And that's what we do. And that's how we integrate with them. Surfside, they do programmatic campaigns. Basically, it's like seeing a, a brand ad on ESPN that drives you back to something you were looking at prior. Okay. Right? Yeah, we see a um, lot of those. I, I lose a lot of money because of yeah. those. I tell you what, my <laughs> wife is not happy that those exist. Yeah, they've got me on Instagram. Oh. I know quite a bit, the targeted marketing. But I'll tell you, when you look at how they are able to do that, a lot of it comes from building look-like audiences and the pool. The, mm-hmm. It's a pixel that lives on the website, yep. and they're able to hit the people who engage with the site. Well, we work together with them and making sure that we're doing our jobs the best that we can so the more traffic we're driving organically from people searching dispensary near me, cannabis store in Albuquerque, dispensary in in San Francisco, hundreds and hundreds of various search phrases, we're driving so much traffic to these sites that Surfside is able to target far more people with their campaigns, leading to a higher level of return on investment. And- we see this, we look at it, and we figure out how, again, across the board with so many, and, and you look at this with many providers and and in-store kiosks, it's like, there's so many layers to this, but at the end of the day, it's working together, 
building solutions outside of our core services mm -hmm. that utilize us mutually helping our clients be more successful. That's it. Well, yeah, you say that's it. Yeah, like it's simple. <laughs> I'm over here quiet because I'm like, this is all stuff that it's, it's, it's amazing to really think about. I mean, I thinking about a, a, just the cannabis industry as a whole and the dispensaries, it, it's like a retail store and a restaurant at the same time with how much technology they have and all the data they have to have to pull. Like how many people order in this steak? What, what time they order in this steak? Who sells the most steak? You know, that's what I think about when we're thinking of all these these different data points. It's crazy. It's it a lot more that goes into it, you know? It is. And uh, it's just cool that we're doing things to partner with companies who are individually doing different things within those dispensaries and, and retail stores. It's a lot. And, and looking at a lot of these newer markets too, right? And, and business owners who may not have massive budgets and teams behind them, mm -hmm. It's a lot. It's over. It's overwhelming for people who are in the industry to think Absolutely. about how many layers there are to all of this and how many things you need. And that's why it is so important. And I like to really emphasize this to people. You have to make sure that you're working with service providers who are experts at their individual niche of what they do. Yep. And who work well with others who are very good at what they do. What they do. And that's why we will never be an all-in-one agency because – Someone who does everything is a master of nothing. Of nothing. And we know that if we continuously hone our craft to be the best web developing and SEO service providing company for the cannabis industry, working as well as we can with as many other individual companies that are the best at what they do, we're going to ultimately create this true powerhouse of service providers who are coming together for the clients and the clients then as a business owner and individual just sitting there like I'm just starting a dispensary mm -hmm. how am I going to do all of this at once you don't have to you don't have to we are really. here to take this off your shoulders your job is to build and run an incredible dispensary that changes people's lives we are here to manage all the ancillary aspects that are involved and we will work behind the scenes to make sure that we're communicating and servicing you and you can keep doing what you do. Absolutely. I mean, there's gotta be, as a, as a business owner uh, myself, this would not be a business I'd want to start <laughs> as my first business. I'll tell you that. Um, so I commend everyone who's diving I into it as, the, as their first business because this is very complicated. I mean, the industry, obviously, like you say, it's, it could be a gold rush, but if you're thinking of it integrity and just helping people, then they actually, that's what they want to do. But just everything that revolves around this, this is this is a lot. It's a lot. So it makes me appreciate more of what we're doing to help companies as well. We do. Um, and when you listen to some of these, you know, the, the the legalities behind so many things, that's why I love honing in. I know Lips and Matthias has a uh, a quarterly conference where they bring people together and help just educate the New York industry on what's mm, coming, what's, what's going on, what's going yeah. on with the laws and regulations, um, because they're ever changing and they can change overnight like that. Yeah. And it's so important to realize that those are things that the dispensary owner will have to keep front of mind, will have to be aware of and juggle. And it's a lot to juggle. So if we can take all of, again, all these other things off of their plate, mm -hmm. the marketing, the, the security, the text message marketing, the menu, the point of sale, the inventory management, all of these things that you have to have a service provider for, 
so they can focus on simply running a compliant, ever-changing cannabis dispensary in a market that, depending on where you are, may not be the easiest to, to run a business in. Yeah, no. It, it really does. It really takes a lot off their shoulders because they have enough that they have to deal with. And it's back to what I said, not just another business. There's so much behind the scenes and the nuance that they have to keep keep staying aware of. True that. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're going to keep talking about this um, and have different series. I'm so thankful for Mark because, like he said, he, uh, he said he don't know that much. He's lying. He almost knows too much. Um, but that's yeah. by just the wealth of knowledge and studying, getting to know clients, getting to know the industry, as you guys can tell. So just being able to you know, help people out as much as we can and give them the information that we have as people move into this industry or already in it yep. is exactly what we want to do. So um, stay tuned for more range marketing podcast, uh, more, more content. We love it. We want to help as many people as we can, and uh, we'll keep it going. I appreciate you. Very Thanks nice. so much, my friend. Absolutely.